Say hello to a new era of mental health care. Cerebral is here to help you achieve your mental wellness goals with professional therapy and medication management support. 100% online. You'll experience the all-new Cerebral way, an innovative approach to mental wellness designed around you. You'll get a personalized treatment plan from a therapist, prescriber, or both in a safe and judgment-free space. Your cerebral therapist or prescriber will outline a customized plan with clear milestones along the way, so you can get to feeling your best. With Cerebral, you're not alone in your mental health journey. We're here to empower you to live a fulfilling life. So take that first step towards a brighter future and sign up today at Cerebral.com slash podcast and use code ACAST to get 15% off your first month. Offer only valid on monthly plans. Other exclusions may apply. Offer ends July 31st, 2024. See site for details. Hello, honeys. Hello. Welcome to Natch Butte. I have to warn you that the next three months of Natch Butte are going to be a little bit different than you're used to. So if you happen to be a new listener, hello and welcome. I am Jackie J, the host of Natch Butte. If you're an older listener, hello, thank you for returning. Please get excited. I am officially on maternity leave. I'm having a baby. And while I am having this baby, getting to know it, nursing it, etc., I've decided to take a little break from Natch Butte. Now, Natch Butte isn't going anywhere, sweetie. What's going to happen while I'm gone is I'm having some of my past guests slash dearest friends fill in for me as the host. And each of them was told, you can interview whoever you want. Some of them are going to be doing characters. Some of them are going to be doing more editorial style interviews. You don't know what you're going to get. And that's why it's extremely festive and fun. So who's coming up? Honey, I don't know. I'm going to throw this intro on the front of a lot of the apps. So I don't know who you're about to hear. You're going to have to read the title or listen and find out. But whoever it is is somebody fantastic. I'm so grateful to my dear friends for filling in for me. It's going to be fun and exciting. And thank you for still listening while I'm gone and supporting Natchview. I will be back hopefully in September, sweetie. I'm going to take June, July, and August off. Maybe I'll be back a little sooner. Maybe I'll be back a little later. That's going to depend on a lot of things. My uterus, how it's going down, how I'm feeling, child care, all factors. But I really appreciate the support, and I hope you enjoy the excitement that is about to happen with all of the fill-in hosts of Natribute. As much as I'm excited, sweetie, so thanks for being here, and please enjoy the next three months of exciting Natch Butte. Sunscreen don't come off when you sweat. Silk pillowcase to go to bed. When the lights are dim and your hands are shaking to put that cream all on your neck. And then you think of what you bought and how you hope to God it was worth it. When the lights are dim and your heart is racing as the eye mask touch your skin. This pod has wit, scrub for your lips. A hotter host, a better guest than any pod you'll ever need. The honey, it's Natch B. 
finding all the ways to just love me. Let's get these cream hearts beating Natch Butte, Natch Butte. So metrosexual boys and Jackie's girls, will you dance to this beat and hold your serums close? Thank you so much. That was really good. Thank you. Thank you to all of the listeners. Guys, I am your fill-in beauty talk shock jock, a duchess of creams, the host with a decent amount of serums, the cutest curtain bangs in Brooklyn, your favorite over-30s political newsletter writer, your East Coast stoner aunt, Elise Morales, filling in for Jackie J today, and with me, joining me is one of my dearest friends. She's a curly girl. She's a Texas girl. Mm-hmm. She, You've seen her slang and wares on all sorts of commercials, and you will continue to see her slang and wares on all sorts of commercials. She is the editorial director at Virgin Voyages. It's Bailey Belzora. Hello. Hi. I'm so excited to be here. I love this podcast. I know. I Listen, I... Um, I never had a doubt as to who I was going to have be my guest when Jackie asked me to guest host on this pod. You're my number one beauty friend, I would say. That's like a big part of our friendship. Oh, absolutely. We're obsessed with that. It's it's important. (laughs) It's it's extremely important. It is because it's we are part of a a threesome, if you will. Me, Mm -hmm. you and Katie Ruth Ashcraft, our dear friend, director Katie Ruth Ashcraft. But I would say that the thing that's special to our friendship is serums creams uh lasers lasers skincare <laughs> lasers are a huge part of our friendship La- lasers are a major foundation of why we are friends and will continue to be i imagine for the foreseeable future absolutely okay so i'm gonna i'm gonna kick this off the same way that jackie always kicks off the pod so gotta ask what type of skin do you have and you can answer this in any way. You can take it literal or you can say, I don't know, something more figurative. However you feel mm. your skin is best described. She needs work. She's dramatic. <laughs> dramatic right now, skin. I have very dramatic skin. I have like theater girl energy skin in that I had clear skin as a teenager. And then in my 20s, it like blew up and I had horrible acne and tried every cream in the GD world and Accutane was the only thing that kicked it. And now it's gorgeous. So look, now I'm happy with it. I love it. I have no notes. But it required bringing in a giant heavy hitter in order to do so. So I would say dramatic. Yeah. Dramatic. Your skin is Leah Michelle. <laughs> like 100%. <laughs> if my skin was a celebrity, it's Leah Michelle. She's talented. But she's but not problematic. Nice. Yeah, yeah. She's not nice. <laughs> and not very nice. <laughs> no, she's not nice. She has evil theater girl energy. <laughs> that okay, that's perfect. That's a perfect answer. And I actually I want us to talk more about Accutane because we're not Accutane twins, but we're Accutane Irish twins, mm-hmm. which is a term for when you're born nine months apart that my family uses. Anyway, but I have a couple more questions for you. What is the first beauty product you ever bought or used? Do you remember? Yeah. It was actually these like stack of glitter circular eyeshadow things that are like, they were called True Colors and they sold them in like a cabana thing in the mall in Barton Creek Mall in Austin, Texas. And Mm. I'm almost certain they have asbestos in them. Like I don't, that, (laughs) that brand I never saw again in my entire life, but I still have it and I still wear it on New Year's Eve. 
I can picture like the little, it's like a little plastic stack of yes. powder eyeshadow. Mm-hmm. I don't know if I had that exact same one, but I definitely am familiar with that packaging of eyeshadow from that time. Yeah. Yeah. And I think I maybe did have a really pale blue shimmery eyeshadow that came in one of those. I think that's that's exactly that was their modus operandi, so that makes sense. <laughs> yep. Pale blue shimmery eyeshadow was the moment at like, oh. in our youth. Absolutely. Oh, absolutely. With a pair of butterfly clips, it was like you were limited to dot com before dot com was the thing. <laughs> you were yeah, looking did amazing. Did you ever have a dot com? <laughs> I don't know if it made it into the dot com world. I I truly don't know. No, I don't know either. Yeah. Well, well, somebody write in and tell Jackie whether <laughs> let us know ever had a dot com. So okay, Jackie always also asks someone a question that is tailored specifically to them. It's their special question. You already mentioned Texas. You're a Texas girl. Jackie's a Texas girl. So my question for you is, what is your favorite thing about Texas? Oh, that's a good question. That's a really hard question. God. Oh. <laughs> it's, I know, I I know mean, that you have deep love in your heart. Yeah, I have my problems with it. And I have so much more love for it than I do problems. Most of my problems are of a political kind. But... The people are really, really, really special there. And like the the diversity of the state, just from all different parts of it, no matter where you are, it's huge, is incredible. Like you meet just the salt of the earth kind of people. And that's what always tempts me to potentially move back is just like the people, the people. It's like this wonderful cross section of like southern, west, like where I'm from, like very progressive, hippy dippy world. Mm-hmm. And keep Austin I, weird, baby. Keep it weird, baby. It's getting less weird with all the corporate bros coming in, but we got we got to fight back. Well, they're their own version of weird. I'd That's say true. maybe That's not true. the weird that is. It's not the weird that we're talking about on the bumper sticker, but no, they are weird. weird. You know what? You're right. They maybe maybe. You know what? You're right. It's good to get checked. Also, I love the blue bonnets. As a literal answer, I love the blue bonnets. Mm-hmm. They're blooming right now. I miss <sighs> them. Like driving down the highway, looking at the blue bonnets. Like I felt zen when I whenever that happened yeah well as you know my sister is an Austin transplant Mm -hmm. and she is sings its praises every day so I very much enjoy having a reason to go and visit Texas and particularly Austin because I love Austin every time I've been so perfect okay next and final question what is the most beautiful thing about yourself is it physical or mental you can go either way, <laughs> whatever. <laughs> I think there uh, are many physically, mentally, and emotionally beautiful things about you, Bailey, but what what's popping to mind for you? I think probably if I'm being kind to myself, if I'm going to say something nice about myself, which requires connecting with your sense of self-worth for a minute, it's mm-hmm. that I t- really take – I really prioritize my friendships. That's very true. Throughout my life, I, I try to make sure to like cultivate those relationships, whether it's high school, college, my 20s, whether it's different parts of my adult life. I make sure that I stay in contact, even if it's not like every day, but I want to nourish those friendships because they genuinely mean everything to me. 
That's so true. And that's something that I really think is beautiful about you because oh. you're someone who, like, I'll be like, oh, what are you up to tonight? And you're like, oh, I'm getting drinks with my friend from a job from 10 years ago. And I'm like, what? You keep in touch? It's a, I have one or two friends from every part of my life, and you have a full friend group from every part of your life. And I find that I find that very admirable. I don't know it, it, if it's exhausting. It seems like it brings you joy. <laughs> I, it's not exhausting in that I think it's, it serves me. Like, mm-hmm. And also, obviously, those people are working just as hard, so it's not like I'm the only reason that's happening. But I do think that like it, a sense of community is something I really like. And so if I've you know, cultivated that in a part of my life, I don't want to let it go, even if I'm not presently in that moment in my life. Yeah. Well, I think that's that is a very beautiful thing about you. And then I'll say physically yeah. a beautiful thing about you is you're a major curly girl. You've got I great am. you've got great beautiful curly hair and I know that has been a big part of your beauty journey. Oh, yes. So let's like let's just dive in with curly girl stuff. I know take me from like straightening your hair because I know that you were doing that for a time to embracing the curls Mm -hmm. how long did that take what was that journey like for you so I grew up in the era of stick straight hair over plucked eyebrows and I am very I have a lot of hair like a lot of hair on my arms I love big eyebrows long eyelashes really thick hair but that was just not in it just wasn't in so I plucked my eyebrows to oblivion so there were little sperm swimming around in my face and (laughs) straightened my hair fried it every single day in high school even before I would play soccer games I was a soccer player and I would straighten my hair for soccer games which is unhinged and I would say I continued that in college And then like right after college got lazy because that's when I was like going through my stoner phase. So like my like natural hair felt like more in line with my stoner vibe. And then I had people – I was living in New York and I had people that had curly hair telling me like, why would you straighten your hair? It looks so pretty. You need to like leave it alone and let the curls like kind of pop. And no one had ever told me that because – nobody my dad has my hair but other than that like my mom doesn't really have my hair so I don't think she knew how to like help me with that my sister has straight-ish blonde hair so I think it was like an evolution in my mid-20s of like people being like no 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 you shouldn't straighten it and me being like but it's kind of like funky and they're like you gotta leave it alone for a year so I left it alone for a year got an amazing hairstylist who is her name is Giovanna and she based in the East Village. Ugh. She is an absolute godsend. When I booked a haircut. To have a hairstylist named Giovanna, that's beautiful. She's, that's a beautiful thing. She is amazing. She does God's work, and my hair is only the way it looks because she exists. Not to put her on such a large pedestal, no pressure, but yeah. So I think that basically since that point, like I never straighten my hair, unless an audition calls for it or something, like why it would it'll take three hours and also I don't think it looks as good yeah I feel like I've seen you with straight hair a handful of times it's a rarity you straightened for my wedding you got a blowout I did I did because my hair will take up the entire your all the pictures and I didn't want my hair to be blocking (laughs) like one of your bridesmaids (laughs) that was the thing uh, you were like do you want me to straighten and I was like no you don't oh my god I would never ask you to do that and you were like I'm gonna do it 
for you. <laughs> I'm going to do it for the health and safety of everyone in the photos. Just imagine Chris. You can't see Chris's face because my hair has <laughs> eclipsed him. And Chris is just not a face. Like that, that was a real possibility. And I just couldn't be, I couldn't be responsible for that. Have you thought like in your own future wedding, we do, I feel like you're allowed to take up as much space as you want in your wedding photos. So are, will we be curly? Have you even, are you leaving it up to how you feel when you get there? What do you think? I've actually never thought about it because I'm not one of those people like thinks about my wedding too much. But I think I would definitely leave it curly, mostly because that feels the most me. And like on my yeah. wedding day, I would want to feel me. Yeah, maybe I would make it huge just to make sure no one missed me. Like, <laughs> that absolutely. I feel like you should go the opposite direction and like really just make it the biggest version that it could possibly be. I mean, you're the that's bride. Scary. Yeah, I feel like people should get out of the way for my hair, not just like my dress. Exactly. Right. Because if there's any day where you can just be blocking everyone else in a photo, yeah, it's, it's your wedding day. day. Yeah. <laughs> my own husband is that- like not able to be seen. Now, as far as curly girl products that you use now, do you have any any recs for the honeys? Okay, so I only wash my hair once a week, and but every time I wet it, I condition it. So that's for me. It's less about the product and more about the routine. If I'm honest, mm-hmm. where the brand that you get, I will throw down the brands, but. I don't think it's about the brand so much as like the routine. So I use like a, mm-hmm. a combination of, of Aveda and Oribe. Oribe? Mm-hmm. Oribe? But mm-hmm. Oribe smells like heaven, but it's also like a million dollars. So I have to balance it with using a more affordable brand like Aveda. So I wash it once a week with an Aveda shampoo and do a deep Oribe uh, mask. And then every other day, I probably wet it and condition it. And then when I get out of the shower, I comb it in the shower, but I never, ever comb it or brush it once I get out of the shower. And instead, I put oil or sometimes a curl cream in it and usually just scrunch it and let it air dry. But if I have an audition where I need it to like really pop and like really look like the best, most pristine curls, I will... As soon as I get out of the shower, do a mixture of gel and curl cream from Aveda, douse my hair in it, let it sit for 15 to 20 minutes, then take Mm -hmm. a diffuser to it on and off for 30 minutes. And then we're working with a big curly moment. So it depends what sort of the day calls for. Yeah, man. I, so I have, my hair isn't as curly as yours, but it's pretty curly, pretty thick hair. And the diffuser when the diffuser came into my life it really changed everything and I will shout out my dear friend Megan from high school who was the first one to say have you seen this thing called a diffuser and I said Megan what are you talking about what is this claw that you're attaching to your your, uh, blow dryer and it it changes the game it changes the game for curls I remember when I saw the claw for the first time and I was like that can't possibly make blow drying your hair for curly hair possible it didn't compute until someone did it to me and I was like I'm different now I'm changed yeah (laughs) I'm changed forever yeah I will say that my cat is very afraid of the diffuser Mm. and if she encounters it in any way if I like I'm doing my hair and like sometimes I'll have stuff on the ground or whatever she will attack the diffuser I think because of the claw aspect she she thinks it's an alien or a monster and that's, that's fair I get it 
I get it. It makes a really loud noise and it's shaped like a claw. So Yeah. I don't particularly love how it looks, but I just love what it does. (laughs) It is kind of like an unwieldy, like big giant thing that I like when I have to pack it in my carry on, it it creates a lot of issues. It like pokes through and you're just like, What? Oh yeah. Hey everyone, it's Jen and Jess from the beauty podcast, Fat Mascara, here to talk about Sol de Janeiro. So many of the beauty experts we interview on our show say that the key to great skin is to treat every inch of your body with the same attention you give your face. One of our favorite ways to do that is with Sol de Janeiro's Beja Flor Elastic Cream, a rich body cream that's clinically proven to boost collagen and has been shown to improve skin crepiness on the chest in just two weeks. Plus, it's scented with Sol de Janeiro's Charosta 68 fragrance. Sol de Janeiro is offering you 10% off your first order on soldejanero.com and free shipping with the code ACAST10. That's S-O L-D-E-J-A-N-E-I-R-O soldajanero.com and use the code ACAS10 for 10% off. Oh, yeah. I mentioned this before. We are Accutane Irish twins. We did Accu- mm-hmm. I did Accutane first. You did Accutane right after me. Yep. So I figured, I don't know, I thought it would be interesting for us to talk through the adult Accutane experience because I think both of us came out of it with skin looking fabulous. Fresh. Yes. Mm. I have no regrets. Yeah. It's definitely an intense medication. Like I've Mm -hmm. never, I personally have never been on an intense regimen of medication in that way that I felt like very much affected by it and weird. I got really dry. I know you had some weird stuff. I can't. What was I the did. weird thing that happened to you? <laughs> I, well, I was really dry, obviously, but I didn't mind that because I was like prepared. But I got really bad body aches, like joint aches, mm. and it was joint aches and dry eyes, and. They've both gone away since I've gone off, which is what the doctor told me would happen. So it ultimately was worth it, but it was like doing yoga was hard. I felt like a geriatric person trying to do yoga because of the way that it made my joints feel, which wasn't great. But yeah, no, it's not, not the best. <laughs> that being said, yeah. I think pe- the people that the the worry the biggest side effect that people or it's not a frequent one but people have had is like the depression which I didn't have at all I didn't have a mood change mm-hmm. yeah I also felt really lucky because I did not have to deal with the mood change aspect and I do know that a lot of people have had that we also have the same dermatologist we do we, uh, do. we both go to string spring street dermatology and then also on the side see dr rita linkner who she's rocks incredible. she's amazing. she's incredible follow her on instagram her skin is beautiful she took me through my accutane process before now she has like her own practice mm-hmm. you did the accutane process at spring street but she gives you your lasers <laughs> exactly exactly i go she- religiously rita follower yeah yeah. <laughs> but I remember that my most interesting Accutane side effect is that I just have a really sensitive stomach in general. And that sensitivity was amped to like a gazillion. Really? Yeah. I just like really anything can get my stomach off kilter. 
I saw an Ayurvedic doctor and she was like, yeah, that makes sense. She's like, I can see that actually. Mm. It really, it, it exacerbated that. Like my ability to get car sick, all of that stuff was a lot worse, which I feel like is very strange. That is strange. Yeah, they, as you know, when you're opening the packages of pills, each one has a little pregnant person on it with an X through it that's like, do not get pregnant. Like you can't not forget that part of it. So it's mm-hmm. obviously that this thing is, it, it's strong medicine. And I wouldn't have gone on it, and I don't think you would have either, had we not felt like there was no other option. Yeah, and also for me, I was just going up to my, I did it for the, I think it was like eight months I was on it, and it was the eight months right up until my wedding. And I know the reason that I personally chose to do it was that I was just like, I don't want to be worried about my skin on my wedding day. Like, I just want to take that one worry away because I really, I was having the same issues as you, just like the hormonal chin acne that got so bad in the pandemic, like really mm. intense. The the mask knee just plus my hormonal stuff, it got really bad. And there was really, I was finding that there was just nothing that I personally could do to control whether I was having it or not. Like, nothing else was working, and I was just like, I will feel so horrible if I'm having one of these breakouts on my wedding day, and I have no, I have not found any strategy to prevent that from being the case. Yeah. I had the exact same experience, obviously not leading up to my wedding, but just in terms of trying everything. Like, there wasn't, there's not a night that I've come home even blackout drunk that I didn't remember to do my skincare routine, because I I knew if I, I, my skin is given any reason to act a fool, she will. And I was just like, Leah, so Leah Michelle. Stressful. She's Leah Michelle. That's the thing. She's Leah Michelle. <laughs> and the thing is, I knew, again, like Leah Michelle, deep down, talented. But like Leah Michelle, I think she needs a handler. And that handler for me was Accutane. Accutane. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So it's interesting because I do get a lot of people who, like, ask me, would, like, to tell me, like, oh, I've, I want to try it or what do you think, blah, blah, blah. It's really hard to give like anyone a personal recommendation because it is actually so intense and individualized. Like you said, like we were both dry, but you had joint pain. I My stomach was messed up. Some people have really serious like mental health side effects. So obviously it's like you want to be working with a doctor that you really like and who's really mm-hmm. with it, which that was great about Spring Street, too, is that, like, every check-in with them, they covered all the different things. They made sure that my mental health was right. You want to make sure that you're on that. The, the Whatever doctor you're seeing is very much taking a look at all of those different things that can be happening. Yeah, 100%. And this is not maybe an obvious disclaimer, but neither of us are doctors. Based on our experiences alone, Please consult a doctor if you are thinking of going down this road. Yeah. And hey, again, Spring Street Dermatology, if you're in New York, they've got a bunch <laughs> of doctors there and I can vouch for them as wonderful. I So going back to the Accutane packaging, which is really intense. Anyone who's had it Same. knows that it's every single pill has a don't get pregnant lady on it. The, the fold out shows you like what would happen to your baby if you got pregnant on it, which is a lot. And then my favorite, favorite, but the funniest part of the whole Accutane experience to me is the quiz that you have to take every month. That's just like the most basic sex ed quiz reminding you how to not get pregnant. Yeah. And they would have a trick question on there. It would be like, 
is just wishing to not be pregnant enough? And I would be like, <laughs> okay. <laughs> um, okay, no. I wish it was, but no. <laughs> yeah, it's basically for anyone who's listening who hasn't taken it, it's like you have to log in every month. To, to get your new to re up on your Accutane, you have to log in every month and basically take truly like a basic sex ed quiz that is like, what are two forms of birth control that you are using right now? And then you have to click because you have to be using two forms of birth control. They say, and then it's like the the questions like that. They're like, is it true that you can't get pregnant when you're on top? And you have to be like, no. <laughs> 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 no, exactly. And they're like, if you, the condom breaks, what do you do? It, I haven't taken a quiz like that since the eighth grade, maybe. No, absolutely not. It was, and that whole, I think it was called like the I Pledge system or something. I Pledge, yes. Yeah, I Pledge. It had like very like Pledge of Allegiance vibes. But yeah, it, and I remember being like, do I have to be on two forms of birth control if I'm not having sex? And they were like, yeah, you do. Yeah. Get with it. You do. Okay. Like, start fucking (laughs) Bailey. Jesus Christ. (laughs) Yeah, you're on two forms of birth control, so you might as well hop to it. (laughs) Your skin's about to look amazing. Like, you're going to start fucking. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. With this skin, honey, you need two forms of birth control. (laughs) Yeah, things are going to change for you, babe. Things are going to change. You're glowing, (laughs) darling. Okay. Here's another thing that we have done together that's part of our friendship. One night, we got really drunk, watched YouTube videos at your house, and both bought the same eye cream because AOC said that she mm-hmm. bought it. Or it's an under-eye concealer. Under-eye concealer, yep. Color um, corrector, Are you I still say. using a color corrector? Are you still using it? Because I am. It's oh, my I color it. corrector of choice. I use it every single time I wear makeup. Every single time? So, so I'm gonna I'm gonna shout out for everyone is the Becca Cosmetics Under Eye Brightening Corrector, and we saw AOC did I don't know you know how she's always going it's like live a Vogue cooking thing. Yeah, yeah whatever someone was asking her and she was like when I go to Congress all I do is this and we bought it immediately right then and there on the spot on our phones yep <laughs> purchased purchased and done and then I lost it once and I immediately bought a new one because I was like I can't even go one second without my progressive <laughs> eye concealer and then I found the other one so now I'm actually like I have a You're lot stocked. of stocked I'm stocked for years basically because it and doesn't take that be. much No, mine's still going, my little pot. It's really, really good. If you're like me and Elise who have like olive skin, we get under – I feel like we get easily purpley blue under eye Yeah. Like putting that on and then putting on just like a regular under eye thing over it, like a concealer, to me it's like magic. Yeah, and I'll even say I've used it as a little like spot concealer before too. Oh, yeah, totally. Just – Every once in a while when I do happen to get a pimple, which does still sometimes happen to me, not as much, but brave. We all have trials and tribulations in this world, and (laughs) I've used it as just like a spot concealer, too. So that is the Becca Cosmetics. I also, I feel like I should do a disclaimer, which is that Jackie always does cruelty-free products on this podcast, and I can't speak to the cruelty-free nature of the products that we 
are talking about at this oh, moment. Oh, yeah. True, true. So if that's, like, a really, really important part of Natch Butte's Rex for you, number one, I'm very sorry. And number two, just <laughs> Google it first because I didn't, I, I didn't do my due diligence on that one. All right. Do you have any new products that you've been using? Anything... Anything that has been bringing you joy lately? Great question. Okay. No, but Mm -hmm. I did just get lasers. Ooh, okay, yes. Tell us about the lasers. Tell us about the lasers. Rita's lasers. Tell us all about them. Okay, they were amazing. I love them. They. I did a combination of the... I think it's called the RF microneedling. So it's like microneedling with also a laser in it. Mm-hmm. And then so she did that first on my face and neck. And then she did the clear and brilliant over that. So the microneedling laser one like targets like collagen stimulation and skin tightening. And the clear and brilliant does like color correction. So I have mm-hmm. a lot of acne scars. And that's why I wanted to get lasers in the first place. That was my big – less than, like, skin tightening and collagen producing. Like, I don't feel like I'm there yet. But, like, Mm -hmm. I definitely have missed, like, color issues because of my years of acne. So it's awesome. I'm obsessed. If I was a wealthy woman, I would do it, like, once a month or something. I don't even know if that's allowed. But, like, I would try to. (laughs) You would illegally get clear and brilliant. (laughs) I I would black market clear (laughs) – Glazer my face. <laughs> Rita would be like, and I would be like, oh, uh, damn it. <laughs> awesome. You look like a tomato for three hours. You look like a damn tomato. Um, like me going back from the Upper East Side to Brooklyn was like the way that people tried to not look at me on the subway. I respected. Like but this that, woman's ill. Something, something's like, wrong with this woman. <laughs> like, just like giving me, I'm like, oh, like, yeah, no, something, I'm fine. I'm fine. I'm just v- vain ultimately. But it was awesome, and it's really helped my acne scars. And I, I also just feel like I'm glowing. But maybe that's in my head. Yeah. But I really, I really think I am. Oh, I think you're always glowing. I actually, so <laughs> I got free, clear, and brilliant once because this. So this is actually my biggest beauty fail ever. I used to be full time at Betches. The if you guys follow that Instagram account, Betches LLC. It's like. They're really famous for their Instagram, but they got books. It's a whole lifestyle brand. I write their uh, political newsletter for the Betches Sup. While I was still working full time in the office, we got, I'm not even, I'm not going to say where, but we got an option of three different free procedures at this place in New York. And it was either you could do laser hair removal, Botox, or cool sculpting. And I, at the time, was like, well, I'm just going to do the thing that's the most expensive thing. I'm going to try yeah. to get... I have to get my the most bang for my buck, which was the cool sculpting. So cool sculpting is like a thing where they attach a giant suction to you and they freeze your stomach. And supposedly that will... it'll make your fat go away or whatever. I didn't even really, literally, it wasn't even something that I I just chose it because it was the most expensive thing. So I go to get the cool sculpting. It's incredibly painful, number Mm -hmm. one. Outrageously painful procedure, which I was not expecting. And also I didn't do my due diligence to Google things. I, (laughs) I did this, I was like 
I think I was like 25 at this time, and I just did this in the stupidest way possible, just being like, this is the most expensive, I'm going to go do it. Didn't look it up at all. Didn't really think about it. I end up going in and getting this done. So, like, they, like, suction different parts of you and freeze you, and it really hurts, and then they give you the world's most painful massage after they unsuction you, right? So I have four different sections they were sectioning, and then on the last section, they forgot me. And they left me suctioned into the machine for an hour, and I didn't know what was going on, and (laughs) I was trapped, and I was just watching the Kardashians for a really, really long time until finally the nurse came in and she was like, oh my god, the machine wasn't on the entire time. And I was like, what? We have to do it all again. The machine wasn't on. And I was just like, uh, okay. So I ended up being there for a really, really long time. I got really, really hungry. And as an end result, they gave me a free clear and brilliant for doing that. And your stomach feels tingly. Like you have weird nerve damage in, in the area that you got suctioned for like a really long time. And there was no noticeable change of any kind to my body in any way. (laughs) So I would say enormous fail on my part. I really should have gotten the laser hair removal or the Botox. Yeah, but I'm so pissed that I didn't get the Botox because I was like, it wasn't on my mind at that. I know, but it's preventative. (laughs) (laughs) And I'm like, oh God, if I could go back. If I could go back in time and tell my 25-year-old self anything, I would have been like, get the laser, hair removal, or the Botox. Stay away from the cool sculpting. I love that you're going to- It was a horrible experience. Cash in your time traveling to make sure that you don't cool sculpt. (laughs) I actually viscerally remember this selfie that you sent our group chat when you were hooked up to that cool sculpt machine and you were like, I am having major regrets. This is horrific. <laughs> and we were just like, uh, can you go? And you were like, no. No, I'm stuck No, I'm here. trapped. I'm sucked into That's the machine. <laughs> it's I'm sucked in. And oh, it was so bad because I just didn't realize how and this is not like I'm I'm a full honey and this is not plastic surgery shaming at all. Everyone should do whatever the hell they want, Absolutely. whatever makes them feel good. But I just wasn't prepared for for the fact that they were going to circle fat pockets on my body and then take a picture of me. That I really, again, I really should have done a lot more research before going into that situation. That kind of like drawing on your body moment needs, you need to mentally prepare for that. That can't just be thrown Exactly. You You need to know that you're going into having... Like your tummy circled yeah. in a negative way. And I was not <laughs> I was not prepared for that to happen. So that's my review of cool sculpting. But again, God bless everyone. Do whatever you want. If you want to get sucked up to a machine and have the world's worst massage, God bless you. And God bless you. I think that that's the thing about procedures is like they can work for what works for one person. Like I was talking to somebody that got PRP, like the vampire facial famously with yes. Kim Kardashian. Well, a lot of people do that for their on their scalp to grow hair. And they have to know that. Mm-hmm. And like people have really mixed results. Like some people, it doesn't really help at all. Some people, it's like life changing. And it's just like your body when you're for certain things especially like your body chemistry like it's just kind of a crapshoot so that's why I always think it's good when a doctor is honest with you about that they're like this could be really helpful 
But like anything, like everybody's body's different and reacts differently. Everybody should say that every time you do any, you shouldn't just be like, I'm doing cool sculpting. You're going to magically not have an ounce of fat on your body anymore. Like what? Yeah, it really, it really is. As far as like beauty and all of that stuff goes, it is truly like everyone is their own special snowflake. (laughs) And what works for one person is not necessarily going to work for another. And like the best procedure one person's ever had in their life might be like the worst experience someone else has had. Like I'm sure that someone, there are people out there who swear by cool sculpting and love it so much. And they probably went into it prepared (laughs) knowing what it was and not just being like well this is the most expensive thing so i'm gonna get it (laughs) nothing is more 25 than saying i'm gonna get the most expensive thing without any research at all yeah exactly because it's free so obviously i'm gonna get the most expensive thing for free absolutely not not the most useful thing Mm -hmm. like no just purely numbers-based decision that i made okay i want to shift now because you are the cruise queen. And mm. I think that this is something that we can bring that is very different to Natch Butte. Perhaps the honeys have never... I'm sure some of the honeys are cruisers. Some of the honeys maybe would never have considered the cruise life. You work yeah. for Virgin Voyages, which is pro- the newest cruise line? I think so. Unless there's one I like don't know about, which is surely, you know... Could be- Somewhere in the world, there could be a newer one. It's probably the newest, most notable one in America right now. And we're also launching in the Mediterranean this summer. But yes, it we're, we only have two ships right now. And we'll be launching a third at the end of the summer. So I had admittedly never been on a cruise before working for a cruise line. I had never been on a cruise until you very graciously allowed me to board the Scarlet Lady. She's gorgeous. And me, the Scarlet Lady, she's a beautiful lady. Yeah. And our friend Katie Ruth Ashcraft, wonderful director, video producer over at Jezebel, she and I got to take the cruise together. Neither of us had ever cruised. I had never thought about cruising in my life. It was absolutely the greatest three days I've ever experienced it was just truly so much fun so first of all I guess I'll start asking you because I feel like people like have a lot of ideas about what cruises are or what they traditionally entail so why don't you say like what makes the virgin cruise a little bit different what's the mentality going into the virgin voyage that is different from other cruises and whatnot Yeah. So the reason that Richard Branson wanted to start a cruise line is he wanted to create a cruise that he and his family would want to go on. And I sort of liken it to the way that if you've ever been on a Virgin flight, it's like different than regular flying. It's like Mm -hmm. get those purple lights, purple lights, (laughs) luxurious. Everybody's so kind and British and you get a (laughs) when you walk on. It's just like you feel elegant, even though I look like a piece of trash when I'm traveling. So I'm like, these people are confused. But basically, there's a lot of stereotypes about cruises. There's like a slide and a roller coaster running through it. And it's all buffets. And there's assigned timings for things. And you kind of can't live your own path. Or you can't have sort of control over the domain of your vacation, which you can have maybe not on a cruise. So our sort of goal was to create that on a cruise so you can do whatever you want. Whether you want to go on and be a late night partier and go to bed at 5 a.m., or if you want to go to bed at 
9 p.m. and wake up and do sunrise yoga on the deck. There's sort of like a path for every kind of vacationer. Mm-hmm. And I think a couple ways we did that, like we have only do restaurants. We don't have one big dining hall. The food is the food, out of control. The food is out – like the food was so good. It's Every single restaurant is like the best restaurant I've ever been to in my life. The test kitchen was so much fun because it's one of those like molecular gastronomy places where I was just like – to go to this restaurant in New York, it would be the price of the cruise. One and million percent. You, yeah. All the food is free, which I know that's really different from other cruises. Where I think the buffets are usually free, but if you want to go to a fancy restaurant on the cruise, it's not going to be free. All the food is free. Correct. That's correct. That's exactly true. If you want to do the buffet uh, dining hall thing at most other cruises, that's included as i understand it but not like the fancy dining rooms whereas all of ours are they're not all fancy they have all different like vibes but each eatery or restaurant if you will is included so you get to have these like one night you can have korean barbecue and the next night you can gun have bay steak loved gun, gun bay, bay. is so much fun <laughs> it's so much fun yeah so like that we the food is i really think a big standout but it's also it's a smaller ship so it's like a mid-sized cruise ship it's not like one of those huge huge ones and I think that sort of helps add to it no matter where you are on the ship like the spaces are designed so that you can see the sea so that you very much feel like you're at sea which I really like because I think it's my understanding is that on some ships like you can maybe not even know you're on the ocean which it's like what's the point <laughs> in my opinion I, in my yeah opinion. Yeah, in I one of my favorite parts was just like the one day that we had that was fully out at sea and just like going out on my little balcony and looking out onto the ocean. We also did there is a spa on the ship which was like pretty reasonable. It was like $35 for the day, I think, to go to the spa and we got a little mud facial and there was what is it like a porthole? What's, yes. the, what's the round window? That's porthole, like, yeah. Okay. Okay, so there Look was like a beautiful porthole, and I like laid on a salt slab and read my fantasy book and looked out at the sea, and I think I really achieved a level of peace that I have not previously attained. <laughs> it's called Redemption Spa for a reason. It like genuinely, that thermal spa is heavenly. And I'm not just saying that because I work there, because like... Look, I did not expect, I'm going to be so honest, I did not expect, when I first started working with them years ago, I was kind of like, I love the brand, so I'm not a cruise person, whatever. I did not, the first time I stepped on that boat, I was shook by how much fun I had, how much I loved it, how like wrong I was about cruising in general. And so I sort of was like humbled by it a little bit. I was like, oh, I was a snob. And I thought I knew what I was walking into and I absolutely didn't. I feel really similarly. Well, first of all, I feel like we should tell everyone that this cruise line was supposed to launch March 2020. Mm -hmm. So y'all have been like, it's been its own journey to even get to the sea. (laughs) Yeah. We were supposed to go on a quick little like friends and family thing on. I think it was like March 15th. Yes. Yes. Because my husband and I, we were originally going to do that. And then it's like. No, no. Actually, you're not going to do anything for two years. <laughs> yeah. Uh, not only are you not going on this vacation, um, you're not going anywhere. No, that was crazy. And I think I'm really impressed by like how everybody at the company handled it, just like even attitude wise. Like everybody just kind of stayed 
everybody was just cognizant of the fact that there was like something bigger going on and that we weren't the only people totally fucked by this pandemic. It was never like a woe (laughs) us situation. It was just like, this is the reality. And like, we're going to figure it out. And eventually we're going to start sailing. And I was really grateful for that. I came out of it with a lot of respect for them because it wasn't like, oh, we have been fucked. It's like, no, yeah, everyone. Yeah, like uh, the worst part of this pandemic is that our crews couldn't launch. No, no, everything's just really bad right now. (laughs) Yeah. And so everybody, everybody was very, that was like a really nice, it's like nice when you find out that the company you work for is cool. Oh, yeah. But that sounds amazing. Poor me. But I, I really love the Caribbean. England was great, but I think that if I had to pick, I would say I'm obsessed with Bimini, which like almost all of our Caribbean uh, cruises go to, and we have this like little private resort there. I'll just. Oh yeah. um, Mm -hmm. I guess I should mention that if you were to take the Virgin Voyage and you were to go to Bimini and you were to get on the tram. I am the voice of the tram. This Uh, is a huge reveal. (laughs) The voice that you're hearing now, you'll hear it say, welcome to the Bimini Beach Club. (laughs) (laughs) I'm obsessed with it. The first time I got on and you hadn't heard it yet, I was just like, she's never going to believe this when she sees it. She's the voice of the tram in Bimini Bahamas. (laughs) I, I, it really was, I didn't realize that I had a life goal of being a tram until I became a tram. Mm-hmm. And now it definitely is a highlight. I I used to my family used to vacation in Wildwood, New Jersey, on the Jersey Shore. And they actually have a very famous tram in Wildwood that is rude, and it yells, "Watch the tram car, please!" <laughs> and <laughs> and trams are have been a really important part of my vacation life. And so when I got to tell my even when I told my family, like, oh, I'm going to be the tram, they were like, you should be rude. I don't think, I don't think this is that. It's not the Jersey Shore. I don't think they want me to be, like, nasty. No, not really a brand, but I do love that Jer- the Jersey Shore tram stays loyal to its brand. Like, I, I find Absolutely. that so respectable. Well, you can tell that it was, like, a last-minute thought. They were like, oh, God, we got to, someone's got to record the voice of the tram. Cheryl? Can you come over here? And she's just like, watch the tram car, please. And then like goes back to whatever her real job is. And that's the recording that it's been for has to be decades now, which is a beautiful, beautiful thing. But it is a different vibe. So, okay, I wanted to end because now we've talked about cruises. Maybe maybe some of the honeys are thinking about, Okay, do I want to cruise? What's the deal? So 
I'll give you my assessment of what the cru- what I think a great time to cruise would be. So I think if you are someone who does not want to do a ton of touristy things at the destination, like you kind of just want to travel to a beautiful place, chill there. Travel to a beautiful place, chill there. There are a couple, like you can do shore excursions, which we did do. But if your whole thing is that like you love to hit up museum, 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 and like be all over the town, maybe that's not, it, it's not like that's not exactly how you experience the destinations I felt. I feel like it would also be a really great trip on a honeymoon. Mm-hmm. I think it's because, because it is, it's a pretty penny to cruise. I think it's worth, I think that you get your money's worth on this Virgin Cruise, especially because of like how good the food is and that it's free. You do pay for alcohol on board, but our friend who I went with, she doesn't drink. So I didn't, I mean, she didn't spend any money on alcohol on board. I spent a little, but I was also not, I'm not getting getting wasted while she's just kind of sitting there. So you like once you're on, That amount that you pay to get on the ship really does cover a lot. And so if you want like a special romantic trip where you're just going to different beautiful locations, I think it would be great for a honeymoon. And I also noticed, which I thought was really cool, that the entire ship and all the excursions and everything was super duper accessible. Mm-hmm. So I noticed a lot of people with just like different levels of mobility, some people with wheelchairs, whatever, and they were very like everything on the ship they would have been able to access. Yeah, that's important because the thing is like you it, it, the, that's a what, something that I sort of didn't know until I started working in it is like it's a really really wonderful and actually fairly economical way to see the world. Not everybody, and not even just in a mobility sense, but th- think I took for granted sort of my geographical knowledge of the world and like that maybe I could fly to a place and know where to go and what to do in those places and how to get there. I think cruises do, do a lot of work for you. So if maybe that doesn't come naturally to you or you just aren't as familiar with travel, like it's a really good way to explore new places that you wouldn't have otherwise gone, which I, I didn't, I wasn't really in touch with, I don't think. Yeah, I think that's what I was trying to get at at the like what I was saying at first, which is if you're someone who loves to make like adventure itinerary for yourself and it's like your dream to I'm going to go there and I'm going to plan out everything and I'm going to do all this stuff myself. The cruise isn't really that. But if you're someone who's like, I want my hand held and I want to float on a gorgeous ship to a beautiful location and then have a really nice person give me a bunch of options of what to do and I pick one and have it be kind of a light lift. I think there are a lot of people of different ages. There are no kids on this cruise. Yeah, no kids. Very important. 21 and up. 21 and up cruise. But I noticed like people of all different age groups, a a lot of older people, and it made sense to me that I was like, this is a really easy, light, lift where you're not worrying about like getting on another flight moving from here to here getting figuring out the train station figuring out this and that it's like you get on this cruise ship and they've got you so i i think it makes sense for like trips with parents for a honeymoon where you just want to be super relaxed and i don't know buy a pool in a hot tub floating around 
I mean, here's um, the thing also is I think it would be good for group trips because I keep thinking about bachelorette trips where you're planning for like 14 different personalities. You did it. And it's once you mm-hmm. get there, you have to think about transportation. You have to think about like making booking dinner and does everybody want to go to the same bar afterwards? And it's sort of t- like you can do all of that. Like you can book a dinner together, but then you can also like – if some people want to go to the spa one day and other people want to drink at the pool one day, like both of those things can happen in tandem. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. I, I wasn't even thinking about like bachelorette trips, but anything that's like a big milestone trip, you know, it is like, it is something that you're going to be spending a little bit of money on. So I think it makes sense for it to be kind of like a special trip, but mm-hmm. yeah, I was floored by how much fun I had as someone who is never in a million years considered cruising of any kind. I'm so glad. Yeah. Okay. I'm going to ask you one final question and and then I'm going to let you go. Can you explain for anyone who now they've signed up, they're, they're going on the Virgin voyage. What is Scarlet night? (laughs) So Scarlet night is the, it's, Based in the romance between the sea and the the sailor who fell in love with the moon. And it's a celebration of this romance. So it's this one, it's this night that we have, at least one night for every voyage, where the ship is drenched in scarlet red. So there's Mm -hmm. activations happening all over the ship from like a giant dance party up on the pool deck to mini activations to a dance party afterwards in our the manor our like our sort of like club event space and you're supposed to wear like a splash or pop of red it's supposed to feel like something you've never seen before it's supposed to be interactive it's supposed to have moments of where you're just watching it's moments of like you could actually be sort of a participant if you want to. Or you could ignore that it's even happening at all and go to dinner and do your own thing, which is the such I a think it'd be hard way. to not notice that Scarlet Night is happening. In my <laughs> experience, <laughs> Scarlet Night, Katie and I were floored. We had an amazing time on Scarlet Night. So they also, they blow up an enormous big red octopus and yes. they put it on the like deck, on the pool deck. And my Scarlet Night experience was that Katie and I got to the pool deck like a little early, like kind of before all the festivities were happening. And the octopus was blown up, but the, and the music had started. And there was this blonde woman in a little red dress, and she was dancing her ass off in front of this octopus, just going nuts. So we were like, okay, she's got to like, she works here. This is her job. Okay, her job is to dance in front of the octopus, get the party started. Then someone from the ship started just like cleaning, like literally sweeping her away. And we were like, oh, she, no, that's, she doesn't work here. (laughs) She's just having the time of her life. And then there is a choreo, a, a dance group comes, they perform all around the pool. They do an enormous choreographed routine, which Katie and I were on the upper deck and we like watched and we were watching Lady in Red and Lady in Red was circling there was this other man and we called him Mr. Hat because he had a hat and they we saw them see each other from across the room and just start dancing towards each other they were getting closer and closer and then one friend would like cock block them and get in the way there was one friend who was dancing in between them and Katie and I were like get away they're in love like, <laughs> let them come together and then finally we walked away and I hit my right pen. 
And when we came back, we couldn't find them. And we looked down, and Mr. Hat, all of his clothes and his hat were just laying on the ground like he had wicked witched into the... <laughs> like, like he had melted into Scarlet He had night. absolutely melted. And we were like, what's going on? And then we just saw them both dancing in the pool together they had finally come together and it was one and it like if anything was going to celebrate the love between this man and the sea it was lady in red and mr hat and watching them circle the pool until they met right in the water it was so beautiful i think that what you just described is a really perfect way to describe what scarlet night is like you just described it not everyone's (laughs) gonna see that they're gonna see their own version of that but you're gonna see something like that you're going to see something it's like really that. Beautiful. And yeah, the people watching on a cruise is also really, really amazing. amazing. So it's amazing. Not to make this just a big old ad for cruising, but I feel I like know. if I'm going to have the cruise queen, if I'm going to bring the cruise queen on the pod. We got to talk cruises. We got to talk cruises. Oh, so, you know what I got to say? There's a Medi Spa mm-hmm. on board. There's a Medi Spa on board. Yes. Yes. That's also true. Katie and I did get uh, pedicures like immediately upon getting yeah, to the show. They're like overlooking the ocean. So it is, it does have, it's very catered to honeys. Like they've got that going on, which I really appreciate. Yeah. We also, we took a, there was like a cycling class. There's a really nice gym with all these different classes. All that's free too. So we did cycling. It was really a wonderful time. And you know what else was a wonderful time, Bailey? Having you on this podcast this was and so fun. getting to guest host Natch Butte, which is a true dream of mine come true on par with being a tram. Mm-hmm. Of course, being a tram and so Natch Bailey, Butte are- <laughs> yeah. being a tram host Natch Butte. The, now these things are off my bucket list. <laughs> so proud of you, Bailey, my love. If people want to find you, if people want to follow you, you're not like the biggest social media person. But if people want to like like find your Instagram and see this curly hair we're talking about, yeah, how I mean, do the people find Bailey? Look, if you want to see pictures of my nephew, sometimes I'll do an imitation of Michael Barbaro. Like, it ranges. Mm-hmm. I have range, just like my skin. You can find me at B-E-D-W-E-R-D-S on Instagram. That's at, beautiful. Be- and guys, at Bedwards. At Bedwards. And guys, yeah. if you enjoyed listening listening to me, you want to follow me, you can find me at Pandalise on Instagram. That's P-A-N-D-A-L-I-S-E. I'm also Elise Navidad on Twitter, which is A-L-I-S-E-N-A-V-I-D-A-D. But I'm flirting with deleting Twitter every second of the day. Yeah, I did. So... By the time this episode comes out, I may or may not be there, friends. It's a debate that rages within me every day. But you can also find me on TikTok at Elise Navidad. Guys. Oh, oh, my God. I almost didn't ask you the most important question. Oh, my God. Bailey, do you cream your neck? I never forget to cream my neck. Of course you do. And for everybody listening at home, cream your neck. Cream and your keep neck. your fringe fresh. <laughs>